you're getting new clients, but they are leaving you feeling a little bit disappointed. The excitement of getting a new client is quickly followed by resentment that you've taken them on. Sound familiar? Well, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear on your business positioning and messaging so you can stand out, become that go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. So back to those Z-list clients. You know, the thing is, these bad clients, they seem to be the only ones that are coming to you. You're starting to think maybe this is just what clients are like and you just need to suck it up. You know, they pay you, so that's good, right? You can't be seen as ungrateful but you know they just don't seem to value you and they definitely not paying enough so you constantly feel pulled and pushed they can be really demanding sound familiar sound like any clients that you have worked with in the past or as say currently working with and in feeling this you start to feel confused directionless a bit stuck Uh, because you don't know what step to take next. The thing is, you've had nice clients. It's not that they've been all bad. So each time a client comes along, you kind of hope that one day they will be this nice client. But we want to get rid of that idea of hope. Let's make this a certainty. So you can say goodbye to the Z-list clients for good. Unfortunately, clients are not all created equal. I'm a big believer in this. There are these Z-listers, but there is also A-listers too. And you can change things around pretty quickly so that you are attracting better, higher paying clients, those A-listers, as I like to call them, quicker and more easily. And attracting the right clients will transform your business into one you absolutely love that gets you excited in the morning and will make it much, much easier to grow in the direction that you want. So how can you tell if you are trapped in this Z-list client vortex? I want to start attracting better clients, the right clients for you. And then what to do if you are, if this sounds like you right now, how can you get out of it? How can you step out and remove yourself from this Z-list catch-22 situation? So number one, you're reliant on referrals. Now, it can be absolutely great to get a referral. One of your clients thinks so highly of you that they recommended you to someone they know, and that is absolutely great. But the problem is, is that referrals can be a bit of a mixed bag as you're not really sure what you're going to get. You don't know what your client has told them. They might not fully understand what it is that you do. They might not have the budget or understand the value that you'll give. All of these make them less than an ideal client for you. It might also be that as they've not been in your world yet, they've not consumed your content, they've not had a look at your website, um, they're not familiar with what it is that you're doing, they're purely basing it on what someone's told them. They might not know exactly what it is that you do, how you do it, who you do it for, all those sorts of things. 
and this might make them see you more of as a as a commodity and um, they haven't bought into you being the expert and you are the expert that is going to be that best person for the for the job and at best this can be a bit of a waste of time you, you make time to book in a call with them even create a proposal which it does take quite a hefty amount of time and they ghost you they don't see the value which can be really really frustrating they say you're too expensive which you're not or they try and haggle which I'll be talking about a bit later or worse you can take them on knowing they're not the right client and then they become that nightmare client and we we tend to know don't we when someone's not going to fit and we try and go against our gut and and we just know really that they are going to become less than ideal when we start working with them. So what if you are reliant on referrals? What if this is the only way or a major part of how you get clients? So what can you do? What's the solution? Be visible and be in control of who you're attracting. Be clear on who your A-list client is and also who that Z-lister is as well. It's really important to know who it's not just as much as who it is and tailor your messaging, your marketing and offers to attract this right client. And this will also help repel the wrong ones as well. Create content that interests and resonates with them. Focus on how you help them with their problems and get the transformation they want. Be consistent with your visibility. And that doesn't mean being constant. It doesn't mean you have to be every single you know minute of every single day just make sure you have dedicated time each week that you're showing up in front of your perfect clients so you become memorable and front of mind when they need your solution have a process in place too so for when you do get referrals (laughs) because they're not all bad you can get some good ones in there but if you have a process in place you can take them on a journey like a mini journey as to what you do and how you work. So they get up to speed on what you do and how you do it. So you're not starting uh, from kind of ground zero. You are starting with them having a little bit more knowledge. And that could be educating them via blog posts. So sending them over some blog posts to read or look at first, getting them to fill out questionnaires before they book in a call sending them to your packages to look at first so they have some idea maybe of what you offer uh, and even the prices of those and this means that you know when you do end up talking with them they're much more on the right page to start with and then they're more likely to be that ideal fit uh, because they have experience in what it is that you do so if it isn't right for them they won't get to that stage Being in control of acquiring the clients that you want to work with means you you will start attracting the clients that value what you do, that you get on with, that that love working with you and, and you love working with as well. So number two, you discount, haggle and give a cheaper option for the same solution. Have you ever done that? I think we all have done that at some point. (laughs) So you're definitely not alone. You've had a client uh, come to you. You've got really excited. You drop the price as you hope this would make sure you definitely bag the client. But actually, it has made them a complete nightmare. 
It's always the one, isn't it, that you, when you drop the prize or haggle, they always seem to be the nightmare one, don't they? You seem to do a lot more work for them, uh, more than your full paying clients. And then you start to get really resentful because you're not getting paid enough and you're doing the same amount, if not more work. And filling your client roster with these clients and not paying enough or have discounted packages will leave you feeling really undervalued and resentful. As well, psychologic from your client's point of view, if they feel like they've nabbed a bargain or got something cheaper, it doesn't make them value you anymore and make them think how lucky they are that they managed to get you on such a good deal. It's actually the opposite. They assign the value your price has given them to you. So if you are you know, cheap, they will see you as cheap and not value you as the expert you are, which you are, you know, you've got to remember that you are the expert and someone is coming to you for your help in the thing that you do. Your price very much needs to reflect your positioning. So you are the expert, make sure your prices mirror that. You don't want to be seen as the cheapest option. That's not a great place to be. If this does sound like you, if this is things that you have been doing in the past that you're kind of guilty of, what's the solution for you? Be confident in your pricing and charge what you're worth. Don't undervalue yourself as this will affect how clients value you. Create some packages so that the price is set to a certain solution. So you've already got that price laid out You don't have to think of it. You don't have to kind of work it out every time, which is when those kind of mindset gremlins do start to make an appearance. As you say to yourself, you think you might be a bit too expensive. Oh, I can't tell them that price. I've got to drop it a bit. Um, But when they're there laid out, it just becomes non-emotional. It becomes that's the price. And you can just pass them on to that package with that um, price attached to it already. It also makes it easier when a lead wants to haggle and get you to do the same amount of work for the cheaper price. So instead of lowering the price, you can give them an option of a cheaper package, a package that contains less. So you're not doing as much work as the higher priced package. But, you know, if they can't afford it, then leave it. You know, that's on them, not you. You've got to remember doesn't mean you are overpriced they are just not the right client for you and that's okay Uh, you need to focus then on attracting more of those right clients who can afford you so the third one why you might be attracting more of these z-listers than the a-listers you really hope for is that you say yes to everything now you get a lead But they want you to do something that isn't quite what you normally do. Perhaps it's a sector or type of client that you're not too comfortable with, or it's a a type of a job that you don't normally do, or they're just showing those familiar red flags. Or it might be a bit of a combination of all of these. And rather than referring them on to somebody else, you take them on. You know, you can do it. And it's money, right? You know, it it would seem mad to turn down someone who wants to pay you to help them win something. And you might even tell yourself if this person isn't quite right, you never know where this might lead. And you try to convince yourself that it might not be as bad as you think. But, you know, I've been there. That never or very, very rarely happens. 
when someone comes on doing something that's not quite right, uh, it tends to stay that way. You know, these clients tend to be the ones who cause extra work, maybe because you haven't got the processes in place because it's something you don't normally do. You don't have those boundaries set up already. It takes you time to remember, get tuned in. So maybe you get your pricing wrong as you weren't 100% sure what was going to be involved or you get project creep or something as they become more demanding. And you kind of think to yourself, oh God, if only I just like nipped it in the bud so I can focus on growing you know, my business in the direction I actually want it to go. I'm not saying don't try stuff out. At the beginning of your business, it's really helpful to find out what it is that you like and don't like or what clients you like working with or not. But it's not a strategy to grow your business in the way that you want. Yes, it might make you money in the short term, but it's not worth it in the long term because it causes no end of confusion for you as it makes you feel really, really directionless because, you know, what what is it that I do? What should I be doing? Who am I helping? All those questions start to run through your head because you could do anything and everything. And that's when it starts to not help you in growing your business in the way you want. And feeling that way affects things like your content, your offers, your messaging, as you're not sure what you should be focusing on. And you become really overwhelmed. You dilute what you do. You're not having that focus. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. And that's something to really remember here. So If that does sound like you, if you have been guilty of saying yes, what is that solution? We're not just focusing on the negative. There's always a solution. There's always ways to turn this around. So for this one, be strong and say no. When you know that client won't be a good fit, be confident in yourself. Just because you can take on a client doesn't mean you should. You could have a list of colleagues or contacts you can refer them on to someone who would be a much better fit. Be really clear on who you help and how you help. And once again, create that messaging, marketing and offers that will allow you to have everything in place for that right clients. So you know that you are the best fit for them. And for it to be really clear when someone is not, and that's okay. You don't have to take on everybody um, and work with everybody on everything. Own being the expert in what you do. You know what is best for your clients and the best way to get them to their desired outcome. And that might not be with you. And that's okay. Create content around the area you specialize in. So you become known for that thing, leading more of the right clients being attracted to you for that thing that you do. So just to round up, it's so easy to get stuck in this idea of this Z-list client vortex. You want your business to be successful and it just seems plain wrong to turn people away. But these aren't always the right clients and attracting the wrong clients can make things much more difficult for you to grow your business in the way that you want. But the good news is that you can change this. And just getting a few things in place and start attracting the right clients, your A-list clients, will it allow you to go from a business that fills you with dread and causes you stress to one that you really love and that you're excited about the future. And that's what we want, isn't it? We want to love our businesses. You, you don't have to work with clients that are really difficult and that seem to drain you. There are these fantastic clients out there waiting to work with you. 
So I hope that helped and has given you some action points. If you feel you are at the moment attracting too many of the wrong sort of clients to you. If you want more help, you can book in your free 15 minute game plan call with me where I'll give you a plan of action on how you can position your business to attract your perfect clients. So just go to amycager.com slash game plan. Also, doors are now open for the A-list attraction method. This is my group program for ambitious service pros wanting to stand out, attract their A-list clients, build their authority and build a business they love. And if you want more information on that, go to amycager.com slash A-list hyphen attraction hyphen method. So that's all from me. I'll catch up with you next week. Have a great week.